2: Breaking news on the Bay Area's news station,
3: KCBS. Massive fires are burning across several parts of Sonoma and Napa counties this morning. The fires have caused numerous areas to be evacuated and roads to be closed, and if you're in San Francisco or northern San Mateo County, there's a good chance you can smell the smoke there. Let's begin our live coverage in Sonoma County with KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub. Jeffrey?
4: Susan, I've been making my way up Highway 101 trying to get into Santa Rosa. I spoke with 16-year-old Michelle Martinez.
5: We had to leave. We, we had to get everything and just leave. And when we were coming out, we saw a bunch of trees on fire. Everything was crashing down. The McDonald's and the Taco Bell close by were catching on fire. It was really bad. Uh, by now, I probably lost my house.
4: We understand that the Kaiser Medical Center in northwest Santa Rosa has at least a partial evacuation going on at this time. Reporting live in Sonoma County, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS.
1: Let's go live now to Napa, where uh, thousands of people, it would seem, have evacuated and have headed where? Here's Tim Ryan.
6: Well, Stan, every evacuee that I've spoken with has a harrowing tale to tell. John Campbell lives near Highway 121 in Napa Road in the Sonoma area. I woke up, saw orange in the bedroom, and looked out the back window and
7: fled. I This shirt was given to me by a kind gentleman here. I didn't have time
6: to put a shirt on. I got pants on and just grabbed the dog and and fled. Yep, yep. Jumped in the truck, left two vehicles behind and a motorhome. Now, his place, he says, nearly surrounded by fire. This facility here in Napa, Crosswalk Community Church, is quite crowded, Nurses and doctors are walking through the crowd of an estimated 300 to 400 evacuees checking their respiration and otherwise consoling them as word spreads of the severity of this series of wind-whip fires.
4: Some new numbers now, they are fairly uh, significant. 20,000 acres have burned. This is now called the Tubbs Fire because it started near Tubbs Lane, which is between Napa and Sonoma Counties. This is now, or has been, one... Giant fire called the Tubbs Fire, which goes all the way from Calistoga up and over the mountain here into Santa Rosa. Here's Amy Head, she's a Cal Fire spokesperson.
8: It did start over off Tubbs Lane in the Calistoga area, which is quite a distance from here. So the fire. Currently is at approximately 20,000 acres.
4: 20,000 and it's jumped the hill up the the mountain over there?
8: It's burned all the way, yeah, all the way through the Mark West area, um, petrified forest, all the way into the city limits of Santa Rosa.
4: Now across 101 from where I am at Bicentennial Way, A uh, Kmart store is fully engulfed, according to Amy. Two uh, fast food restaurants are on fire. There are homes that are on fire near the Piner Road area. She told me that there have been a number of structures that have burned overall in this fire, that there are injuries. I'm here off of Fountain Grove Parkway, which is just east of the downtown area of Santa Rosa, and it's uh, up on a hillside, and there is a large development here. Of what I presume were luxury homes and uh, some condominiums, and this entire area looks—I hate to say—like uh, a war zone. These homes have been leveled. Other homes are completely engulfed, and Cal Fire is over there, and they're trying to get these flames uh, knocked down. There are uh, gas lines that are on fire that I can see, and entire rock walls have have just toppled over because of the intensity of this heat.
1: The latest we're picking up is in the community of Glen Ellen in Sonoma County. We have KCBS's Todd Smoot standing by in that area. Todd, tell us what you know.
7: Well, Stan, things have gone from bad to worse here. They've just announced a mandatory evacuation for the entire community of Glen Ellen. The scene here, if you haven't been to Glen Ellen, it's a small town, sits in a bowl, surrounded on three sides by hills. All of those hills have fire on them. Homes have been destroyed and now the town itself is in danger. I'm now in uh, the Sonoma Developmental Center grounds, and what that is is a large facility that houses severely uh, disabled folks. The fire has jumped over to the eastern portion of the facility, so what has happened here is a line of sheriffs and CHB vehicles have pulled over, the officers have jumped out of their cars, I counted at least 12, and they are helping the staff move these folks uh, in their wheelchairs across Arnold Drive up out of the area that is potentially threatened into another group of buildings that are a little bit further to the west.
8: The Atlas fire continues to threaten and even destroy some Napa Valley wineries. KCBS's Doug Sovereign reports from the fire lines near Yonville with that part of the story.
9: I'm on Silverado Trail in the Stags Leap area just outside Yonville, and the fire is still raging out of control here. It is roaring down this ridge from east to west, pushed by these gusting winds. I can feel the heat of it on my arms and my face. You can hear the snap and the crackle as these towering flames just gobble up trees and brush and even some homes on the hillside here above me. Uh, They're moving toward the vineyards on the valley floor. The sky is black with choking smoke. The sun is blood-red where it pokes through, and the fire has jumped Silverado Trail. There are flames burning in some of the vineyards now, down on the valley floor. There are heavy bunches of purple grapes here. They were supposed to be picked this week. The harvest is underway. Uh, These are Cabernet Sauvignon, I think, ready to pop. And now they are shrouded in smoke uh, with a backdrop of... Orange flame visible through the vines. A lot of winery workers have scrambled out of here, running for their lives. But a few have come back because the vines and the furrows are acting as a bit of a firebreak, um, slowing the flames in some spots. So they're hoping to salvage things before before everything is gone. Jade Barrett is the winemaker at Ladera, which is just up the road here. He cannot believe
0: he's watching the fruit of all his labors go up in smoke. Surreal. As these, the wind has just kicked up and. All you can see in front of you is burning flames, flames that are moving now here to very little time. I'm thinking it's time to leave.
9: Let's get out of here. You can feel it. I mean, you can feel it on your arms. You can
0: hear the roar of the flames in there. Oh, you can feel the warmth for sure. This is crazy, man. It's it's jumped the highway now, so uh, let's let's pack this up. Let's Let's get get out out of here. See you. Take care. Yeah, this is not safe
9: anymore. We're going to move back uh, away from Silverado Trail. I can see at least one winery here. Uh, just gone already. Up in up in flames. Uh, sheriff's deputies did roll through a little earlier, ordering everybody to evacuate. Some people have been ignoring that order, but I'm going to need to fall back away from this out of control fire coming down from the shoulder on the, on the northwest side of Atlas Peak. In the Stags Leap area, Napa Valley, Doug Sovereign, KCBS.
1: Jeffrey, you're at the Kaiser Permanente Hospital where they've been moving patients out.
9: Yeah, for a couple of hours now, Stan,
4: this facility is right off River Road, which is uh, less than a mile away from the main fire and a several hundred yards away from a mobile home park that is on fire they've been bringing people out of here for the past couple of hours uh, a line of paramedics units coming in and uh, gingerly taking patients out and putting them on gurneys and wheeling them into the back of these units and then uh, heading them south on 101 when i was coming up northbound on 101 there were just dozens of paramedic units that were trying to make their way through traffic Presumably to head down at Tavado, Nevada where there's a big hospital down into Marin General and who knows after that. Now I spoke with a gentleman named Ron Dodds. Uh he came up here to check on his uncle. His uncle's okay, but he kinda painted
7: a picture of what's going on up here. I came to come get my uncle up off the hill. Mm-hmm. But uh he's he's actually out of town, so he's uh, he's safe. Okay. So we uh we came to take a peek. We came up on the parking structure over there to see uh what was happening and like I said the entire mobile home park is ablaze, but the uh Firefighters seem to have it under control at this point, at least trying to fight it away from the hospital. Right, so it's right near the hospital. It's right behind the hospital. Right behind the hospital. Yeah, it looks like hell on earth. We're in West Santa Rosa, Rebecca, at the Finley Center. I'm here with Austin,
10: who was evacuated early this morning out of Glen Ellen. Can you tell us uh, the harrowing experience you had? We had to drive into the flames. There were flames on both sides of the road, right up to the pavement. The wind was blowing over the road. It was like driving through a broiler. You couldn't see anything. Then the smoke got so thick, and you couldn't turn around. We couldn't hit the brakes. We were worried about rear-ending the car in front of us or being rear-ended ourselves. So we all just had to, you know, you couldn't see five feet in front of the car. It was so bright. It was nothing but flames. It was like being in a space shuttle re-entering the atmosphere. It was so hot. We looked at each other um, in the back seat of this car, and we're just like, "This might be it." We had nothing to do but just it and you couldn 't see anything it was just nothing but light and smoke and You just hoped the road was underneath you everywhere we looked. every hillside was burning. There were branches and trees falling and embers exploding everywhere and we uh, we couldn 't see the car behind us. you could barely see the car ahead of us, sometimes it would disappear, sometimes you could see the taillights and um We all got separated and met up about an hour and a half later, but it was nerve-wracking every minute, just hoping the next car showed up, because uh, we were certain almost that that somebody wasn't going to make it, but fortunately, everybody showed up and was accounted for. It was the scariest thing that ever happened to me. Behind me to the east, the sky is all
4: orange created by the flames below, and west of the highway in front of me, a large plume of black smoke, a number of structures overall between Santa Rosa and Calistoga. This is one big fire, and it stretches that entire distance. A number of structures have been burned or destroyed. We don't have uh, any specific numbers, and there have been injuries, folks. I can't tell you any details about that. I spoke with Amy Head with Cal Fire. She said they're doing the best
7: they can.
8: We have all sorts of different fire agencies from Sonoma County and all throughout the state, and as you can hear, more are coming in. Um, So this fire... And a lot of other fires started almost at the same time last night. So we were battling multiple, large, major fires.
1: We're sitting here in a broadcast studio in San Francisco. I've been doing this here for a long time. I have never smelled smoke indoors in San Francisco the way we're all feeling it this morning. Well,
3: the smell of smoke has been so strong that overnight a lot of people
11: panicked and thought maybe the fire was in their neighborhood when they were in San Francisco. KCBS reporter Curtis Kim joins us live from downtown Santa Rosa, where many structures are torn total loss. Curtis?
7: Well, Rebecca, a part of the massive destruction could be summed up at the corner of Fountain Grove Parkway and Mendocino Avenue. On one corner, what used to be the Hilton Hotel, reduced to rubble. And the apartment complex is on the hill behind the structure, still burning. In fact, I can look over and still see the flames. Caddy Corner for the Hilton Hotel, the Journeys End Mobile Home Park, completely gone. 57-year-old Kathy Johnson woke up this morning. to flames she has lived at the mobile home park for seven years.
8: I looked out the window and the whole area around here was glowing red. And so I woke it's Frank up hard, hard. and told him, Come on, we got to get up. There's fire all around us. They're evacuating us.
7: Now, most of the mobile home park sits in ruin, totally burned out. And ask for the mobile home residents who have been displaced. Most of them say they have no idea where they're going to spend the night.
8: Here's what we do know. Ten people have died thus far, seven in Sonoma County, two in Napa County, and one in Mendocino County. Cal Fire's Daniel Berlant says more than a dozen fires have burned roughly 60,000 acres across the northern part of the state.
10: These fires have been just so fast-moving and so dynamic uh, that it's been everything that our firefighters could do just to evacuate and get ahead of the fires to get people uh, out of harm's way.
11: Streams of people are arriving, among them Nayeli Reyes and her three kids and husband. We've been driving ever since, like, midnight just driving around. Driving around, we went all the way to Sevastopol. There
8: was no vacancy anywhere. Went to Petaluma, Bernard Park.
11: Her trunk is filled with toys from her four-year-old's birthday party, and she's not sure if her Montecito Boulevard apartment building is still standing. Some, like Jorge Leva, couldn't fill up the gas tank because those near him in Rincon Valley in Santa Rosa were without electricity. He hugged his teary-eyed wife, Erica.
9: You know, for sure that some of the homes 10 minutes away are already leveled completely. So we're hoping for the best.
11: There is space at this evacuation center for 2,000 people where the exhibit hall is being opened to accommodate cots and offer food and water. Some civilian volunteers have dropped off water, diapers, and sticker books for kids. In San Rafael, Margie Schaefer, KCBS.
9: At least half a dozen vineyards and wineries damaged or destroyed, it's probably a lot more. Up and down the back streets, winery workers watching the flames and smoke, hoping the wind doesn't shift their way, evacuating as necessary, but trying to hang on and protect their land as long as possible. Shane Price works at Odetta State, watching with tears in his eyes as the flames descend toward the Cabernet grapes still on the vines.
10: I have this cut on my hand right here. You can tell my harvest hands are nuts. I'm working like crazy hours, and literally my blood went into the wine. And sweat and
9: tears and everything, so I hope it's still there. He wanted to run across a neighboring vineyard to get back to his because sheriff's deputies had closed the road, but with the fire bearing down on us, we made the mutual decision that that was probably not the best idea. So all he could do was watch and wait and hope.
3: Near Bennett Valley Golf Course, people with horse trailers stood by to help. One hill had a clear view of the flames snaking along ridges of Annadelle State Park and a sinister glow in the smoke below it. I watched it most of the evening, um, and you could see the flames licking the sky. I mean, it, the flames were going up to about 100, 200 feet in the air, and it was coming fast.
11: 300 animals are now being housed here at the old fairgrounds as flames have forced them from their fields and home stalls. So large animals, horses, we have alpacas, we have pigs, chickens, goats, sheep, cattle. That is volunteer Stephanie Gomes, who says the animals are coming from Green Valley, Fairfield area. Now, like I said, we're getting from Napa, some coming from Sonoma. There's an old racetrack area and livestock barn area, 1,000 stalls. Don Morrison is an owner of our ranch and had 58 horses brought here. And um, The amount of volunteers is mind-blowing, because <laughs> the first night when I was Monday, we had nothing. We didn't have shovels, we had no rakes, we had no buckets to give them water. And look at that. I mean, it's just a mountain of supplies. You walk over, you get whatever you need now. <laughs> there are a lot of teenagers here, American Canyon football team helping to lift hay bales, such a wonderful example of community coming together. Water! Unloading supplies here at American Canyon High School.
0: Every food, supplies, everything. Where's this coming from? Um, Costco, other stores.
10: They've uh, donated
0: it? Yeah. This facility here
12: is set up to host anybody from Calistoga or even anybody in the Napa Valley
1: area. American Canyon City Council Member David Oro. We are
6: working closely with the
12: Red Cross, um, the Salvation Army, and the Office of uh, Emergency Services.
3: We feel good that we're helping, but we feel bad for all the families that have been displaced. Some are here that haven't even been evacuated. They're just the smoke is so bad. And a lot of elderly people in here are from St. Helena. I'm
8: Donna Hardy.
2: Along with friend Merle Patton.
8: My daughter called this morning. And she said, Mom, what is your plan?
2: I've had a couple heart attacks over the years, but I have one chamber that's totally shot.:
8: My husband died in 2014, and I wanted to make sure that I had some memories, things like his bronze baby shoes. <laughs>
3: <Really>? <laughs>
8: I mean yes, yes, I've got those in the car.:
1: In American Canyon Scott Latiri KCBS.
9: There's a rain of fine gray ash falling over the hills around Calistoga where the smoke is thick and choking. The fire is still burning, leaving a hopscotch trail of destruction in its wake. Linda Scheibel did not evacuate. The fire spared her property, but a half mile away, her sister-in-law and niece were not so lucky. She woke them in a panic as the flames bore down.
10: They had to drive
9: through the fire. It literally, we called them at two in the morning, they got out. Literally, with their lives. Scheibel's home is a mess of ashes and debris, but it's standing. She's overwhelmed by the last two days.
10: And I've got a pregnant daughter who was due the day, the night of the fire at Kaiser. So that was evacuated, so she's back here, so... Yeah, she
9: got evacuated when they evacuated Kaiser. Where did she go?
10: She's here now. She's back home, and we're going to go to Kaiser at Vacaville.
9: Luckily, she did not go into labor yet. Scheibel already survived the Lake County fire in 2015, and now this... We lost two houses two years ago, one within a month of the other. And I thought,
10: three strikes, that's it. I'm out of California.
9: (laughs) Seriously. In Calistoga, Doug Sovereign, KCBS.
6: You step out of your vehicle here in the neighborhood of Inglenook, Mondavi, and Cakebread Wineries, and you're reminded that the grape harvest is underway the sweet smell of crushed grapes mixed with the acrid smell of burning vegetation. It's this area near Oakville and Rutherford facing the latest threat, an advisory evacuation posted overnight for areas west of Highway 29. Slightly further east in Childs Valley, Dave Brown tells me he shares time bringing in the harvest at Brown Estate and clearing the vineyard of anything that might catch an ember and burn
2: it feels like we're at the
4: mercy of the wind you know and uh what's hard about that is that you know if the wind's blowing in a direction that's favorable to you you can't help but thinking that might not be
6: so great for someone else yes those destructive winds are expected to return later today along with lower humidity the national weather service suggests that winds could hit 60 miles an hour later in the day almost as bad as the conditions they faced during the early hours of these fires late on sunday in
9: calistoga the threat doesn't seem that real the town is smoky but calm mostly deserted but a few miles away on mount st alina it's another story the Tubbs fire actually jumped highway 29 which amy head with cal fire was hoping would serve as a fire break
5: you've got
8: you know fire on that side of the
9: road fire on both sides of the road. There are fire crews having to, to scramble down this steep ravine and uh, put some water on this thing because uh, the wind could blow it one way into Calistoga, which has been evacuated. It could blow it the other way into Middletown, which they're also worried about. In fact, the way these winds are swirling, it could go both ways. So Pretty dicey situation right now up here northeast of the town of Calistoga along the lines of the Tubbs fire. Back in town, Jack Fons is among those saying, hell no, we won't go. Determined to ride out the firestorm in the farmhouse he's occupied for half a century. We
7: wet down everything we could with spring water and uh, every bit of water we had available and just, uh, you know... The wind didn't pick up like they said it was
9: going to. His grandkids are still here, too, but 10-year-old Jaden is finally leaving, concerned about breathing all this smoke, departing with a wistful farewell to his hometown.
5: I hope Calistoga doesn't burn down. I mean, it's, it's, it was a really cool town and stuff.
9: Hopefully it still will yeah, be. I
5: hope it, yeah, I hope it still will be. And, and I just hope it doesn't burn down. That would be really sad for a lot of people.
9: In Calistoga, Doug
5: Sovereign, KCBS. 33-year-old Kristen Johnson spent 12 years as a Glen Ellen volunteer firefighter. When it was her turn to evacuate, she knew she couldn't take everything.
8: My grandma just passed away um, in April of cancer, and I inherited this antique dresser from
5: her, and I loved it, and I couldn't get it out in time. The night the fires broke out, she was on a rig, cell phone videoing the destruction on Warm Springs Road when she spotted her own home in flames.
8: It's not a pretty recording because I'm cussing a lot in the video because I'm driving by in a fire engine going, oh, there's my house. It's burning. Oh, there's my house it's f***ing gone it's f-ing right here dude this is
2: my house right here
8: this is it i cannot believe this no to that my kid doesn't really understand he's only he's only three so he kind of thinks we're just staying at grandma and papa's house and it's like a mini vacation for him. which is good because i don't need him to be traumatized from this i still think like oh i'm just gonna go over home for a few hours and then i remember i don't have a home you know I can't just go home and take
5: a nap or take a shower or grab some clothes or whatever because I don't live there anymore. In Sonoma County, Holly Kwan, KCBS.
11: People who live on Atlas Peak Road in Napa, near where the largest of this week's wildfires erupted, are finally getting back in today to see what's left of their homes. KCBS reporter Doug Sovereign joins us live from Atlas Peak with one family's heartache. Doug? (laughs)
9: Rebecca Heather Tiffey is sifting through the ruins of her parents' home here at 1871 Alice Peak Road, hoping to find her mom's jewelry or something that survived this inferno. Anything
8: that hopefully, maybe something of sentimental value that that happened to get hidden under something would be fantastic. There's 20 plus years of memories here that.
9: Be nice to it, salvage something. This two story Italian villa was incinerated. Nothing left but the terracotta roof tiles and a mountain of rubble and ash. Her dad, Brian, a lawyer, lost four decades of work. I had a fire safe. It split open
10: from the heat. It actually, the metal at the corner cracked. Consequently, the heat, if, even though flames, just vaporized everything inside it
9: nails exploded out of the frame of the house they're stuck in the melted pavement like darts the engine block of his truck is a puddle of melted aluminum brian was taking his grandkids heather's kids home at the time of the fire he walked back in against orders to save his sleeping wife and their dog
8: they're just swirling tornadoes of fire and that's what he
9: walks through. brian says he's no hero heather of course says he is she's grateful both her parents survived even though so much of her childhood is gone
8: it's the memories that are attached to the things um you know a little a song came on the other day that i used to play on their piano because i grew up i that's the piano i learned on and so that was a kind of a moment just that you know it's not the piano itself who cares about the piano it's all those memories and my mom
9: asking me to play moonlight sonata was the song one she says she will never hear again without thinking of her father's heroics and the heartbreak in all this rubble. Live on Atlas Peak Road in Napa, Doug Sovereign, KCBS.
6: Thank you, Doug. A cane in one hand, Jim Flint stumbled around the remains of what for more than 40 years he called home. I saw you come out with a, a few items, not much. Uh, no, a couple of ceramics. He carried those figurines that his wife collected, and a burnt handgun that his grandfather had given him long, long ago in a Korean War Navy helmet. A similar story for this renter a block or two away, not much to retrieve. Ceramic tile, tea kettles and pots. John Peterson is one of eight FEMA-trained chaplains on hand to lend a hand to those seeing their place for the first time. To come and offer emotional and spiritual support for people that find themselves in chaos. One couple, he tells me, drove up to their property too stunned to even get out of the car. Santa Rosa police checked IDs as people entered Coffee Park and as they left, protection against looters. Although in this neighborhood, there's really nothing to loot. In Santa Rosa, Tim Ryan, KCBS. One home after another on Atlas Peak is
9: simply gone, incinerated. So Louie and Kelly Revis assumed theirs would be too. But when authorities finally let them back in, somehow it was still there. The house itself is okay, and it's amazing. It's a miracle. It is a miracle, and other people have said that. It's just,
7: it's, it's beyond understanding. It burned my fences all the way up.
9: To the to the street. It didn't burn my house down. It also torched his entire yard, his backyard workshops, nine of his twelve Harley Davidsons, and two of his three vintage cars. His '87 Corvette literally melted, and his '49 Oldsmobile is toast. You know, it's just stuff in the end. Even that
0: which I'd spent a lot of time on.
9: His wife Kelly is simultaneously stunned that the house survived and heartbroken for her friends.
8: Disbelief and sadness for our neighbors. Um, it's a little bit. Of- survivor guilt i guess you call it
9: Mm.
8: but um yeah we're really blessed that there wasn't more damage
9: their 1941 cadillac fastback a black beauty is unscathed and somehow the flames painted on the front of that oldsmobile were not touched by the real flames that burned right up to their front steps when the fire came roaring over the mountains above calistoga Derek webb owner of triple s ranch summoned his workers and said we're staying grab a hose Within minutes, they were encircled by flames.
1: It came over that hill right there, firestorm. You'll see the burnt line all right there. Then it backed off and went around like this, came up here, went up on top of that mountain, came down here, then came into here. It's burnt all the way down there. Then it came up this ravine. We stopped it there, and literally 100 foot flames came right down to there. So throughout the course of the night, we were just going from one corner to the other to the other.
9: Fighting fire with rakes and wet blankets to smother swirling
1: embers. Literally, we started with garden hoses. We got a pump rigged up and we drained the big hot tub and swimming pool and we were filling up that. So we effectively had our own fire truck.
9: If worst came to worst, they agreed the nine of them would jump in the swimming pool since there was no longer any escape from the 12-acre ranch that Webb had spent years restoring.
1: During the course of the night, there were probably, you know, four or five times I thought, okay, is this the punch that takes us out? About 4 o'clock in the morning, a huge fireball came over this mountain. It had to be 100 feet high. And I just knew if the wind had shifted, we were toast.
9: They kept up the fight until 9 in the morning when they realized they had saved this historic destination for weddings and retreats. Then Webb
1: went up the road and saw the two neighboring resorts incinerated. You realize you were a razor edge to the edge. You could have just been on the other side. Forgetting what you did to defend it, what have you, you know, luck, all sorts of other things. Just to see Maya Kamas and Mountain Home at zero, that could have been us, and it could have been us at any point at night. And I wasn't prepared mentally to go there, and it wasn't until I saw those things that I realized how close we were. I've cried more in the last three days than I've cried in the last ten years, and I cry a lot.
9: Near Calistoga, Doug Sovereign, KCBS.
5: Despite repopulation of evacuated areas, this is still an active firefight up on the mountain. I'm on Oakville Grade as it winds up from the valley floor. Two miles up is where at 6.50 in the morning in the dark, a Cal Fire contractor driving a water truck rolled over down an embankment and landed upside down. Cal Fire Staff Chief David Shue.
6: This is a very, very steep
2: road. Uh, Oakville Grade is known as one of the steepest roads in Napa County. Uh, I have no confirmation as to exactly what the cause of his um, driving off the road was.
5: He says fatigue is definitely a concern for all, given that this is day eight. Helicopter is buzzing above me, making water drops onto active fire. Not just hot spots, but active fire on the ridgeline. In Oakville, Holly Kwan, KCBS.
9: 10.30, Sunday night, October 8th, Dave Levy, whose group Paradise with Purpose owns and runs Mayakamas Ranch, a 250-acre retreat center, sees the Tubbs fire race over the ridge to the north.
2: We knew that that fire was approaching so quickly that we had to get out of there.
9: He shot video on his phone, which also captured Levy packing up to get out. It's coming right here. It's increasing by the second. We don't want to wait 10 minutes.
2: Heroic chef, Miguel knocked on the doors and evacuated our guests. We literally left with minutes to spare.
9: There were 18 guests in the resort's cabin.
12: So I knock every single body's door and tell them too, that we need to get out of here, get out of here, get out of here.
9: Longtime chef and ranch hand Miguel Islas made sure everyone got out alive.
12: Everything was so fast. I mean, it was so quick. We have no time to do anything.
9: He drove out through a wall of fire. Sure, each moment might be his
12: last. Fire everywhere. My car windows are really, really hot. I thought they're going to explode in any minute.
9: I took Islas back to Mayakamas ranch to find nothing
12: left. I don't know, I have no words to say this, but I feel like part of my lab is gone. It
2: looks like a bomb fell on the land, and there's no craters, but it's completely incinerated.
9: This was where Islas lived, where he cooked amazing gourmet meals for guests. His home and workplace of 15 years gone. It was so beautiful
12: my small house my kitchen so my life was my account it really was
9: this loss also lost his life savings which he kept in cash in his room levy says miguel sacrificed everything
2: miguel is always thinking about others before himself even when there's not a fire so it's just who he is
12: i don't really consider it myself i'm a hero I just consider this like a human being trying to help some other people. This was a
9: paradise built in the caldera of an ancient volcano. A week before the fire, Islas had a recurring prophetic dream that the volcano came back to life, burying Mayakamas in lava, a nightmare that came all too true. Levy is determined to rebuild something even more beautiful to help the land and the people hurt by this fire regenerate. And
5: Islas hopes to help. I have my
0: life.
12: That's the most important thing in the other people's lives.
5: Doug Sovereign,
0: KCBS.
5: As night settled over Sonoma Valley, you could still see faint columns of smoke from hot spots, but it was too dangerous to send the air support that buzzed the canyon all day. The rigs that were up here on the eastern ridge off 7th Street East that stopped the flare-up of the Nun Fire are now coming off the hill, refueling and re-energizing Petaluma Battalion Chief Jeff Shaw. It's time to uh, refuel. we
8: got a fuel plan. we got a food plan. It's time to get that stuff, reinforce our lines where we were able to stop the fire, do some mop-up to keep it from rekindling close to the area where we we're able to stop it And uh, and watch structures and kind of be in position, be ready for when that wind kicks up and something moves. We have people dispersed throughout the area to be able to respond to it.
5: At least one home burned in this development of 54 homes known as the Ranch. I walked through the still smoldering remains of a Spanish tile home with a pool in the back, a firefighter dipping his hands to wash the ash off just for a moment. In Sonoma,
3: Holly Kwan, KCBS. Good morning. I'm Kim Foster. Here's what's happening. Growing concerns over those wildfires. New mandatory evacuations issued just this morning. We begin our team coverage with KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub, who is live in Sonoma. Jeffrey.
4: Kim, I am at East Napa and 8th Street in the eastern part of the town of Sonoma. And if I look up toward the northeast, I can see the orange glow with flames below that are hopefully not inching their way into this community, but that is the fear. There are lots of firefighters coming in here to battle these flames that, as I said, are not very far away. The bottom line here is there are now mandatory evacuations in effect for parts of the eastern section of the town of Sonoma. The winds were definitely a factor overnight, concerns about the winds driving this fire,
11: Problems in Santa Rosa this morning. New mandatory evacuations
3: there as well. And that's where we find KCBS's Jenna Lane, who joins us live with the latest. Jenna. These new mandatory evacuation orders started coming in around 530 this morning for people who live off of Highway 12 uh, between Adobe Canyon Road and Calistoga Road. And now that I've arrived in Oakmont, I can see why. There is new fire activity. The flames are tall. The smoke is billowing in the direction of Sonoma right now. uh, On the opposite direction, the skies are absolutely clear, and this is the direction that people are being asked to evacuate. A memorial bell rang 42 times for each of the people who died in the North Bay wildfires, and then it rang once more for the missing the ceremony moved from somber to proud as Santa Rosa Fire Chief Tony Gosner asked every first responder in the audience to stand.
4: I have never been more proud to stand shoulder to shoulder
7: with all of you during this unprecedented time. You did it with courage. You did it with humility. You did it with empathy and compassion. I'm so proud of each and every one of you for what you do for the
4: community. Thank you.
3: Before the event, North Bay Congressman Mike Thompson gave Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi and other colleagues from Washington a tour of the fire's destruction. He said all the government agencies he's asked for help recognize the gravity of the situation here.
2: This isn't the first disaster I've been through. I've never seen it work as smoothly as it's working right now. The state, the federal, local government, everybody's coming together. Everyone recognizes that this is a
3: top priority. In Santa Rosa, Jenna Lane, KCBS. KCBS reporter
5: Doug Sovereign, and part of our team on the fire lines brings us a special report this morning of the sounds of all that devastation and its aftermath.
8: This is my neighborhood in flames, <laughs> completely in flames.
3: <laughs>
8: Where are you
1: at? Oh, my Come on, oh, she's disabled. All right, all right. Let me get her feet. Let me get her feet. Hey. Oh.
10: It's literally just an entire line across the entire mountain. Like there's no way anything could not be destroyed.
9: Atlas peak fire spreading northwest fast from the wind. We gotta get out of here, folks. This is getting bad, and it's jumped Silverado. You can hear the flames from here. I can feel the heat, I can hear them. We gotta get out of here, folks.
8: We've got fire on that side of the road fire on both sides of the road. The devastation that I have seen, I've never seen anything like it before.
12: This entire
7: area looks, I hate to say, uh, like a war zone.
0: This is a serious, critical, catastrophic event.
2: It looks like a bomb fell on the land and it's completely incinerated.
3: We left with the clothes on our back. The rest is in God's
12: hands. This was my life. Like, I feel like part of
9: my life is gone. All that's left of the main lodge is these gutters.
1: Our escape route was the pool in the middle of the property. We all agreed we would get in the pool. It was like fighting a giant. You know, nothing you could do.
8: My dad walked through fire, literally, to try and get when he thought my mom was still in the house. You know, that's that's love. I. I had my uh, period of feeling real
10: sorry for myself, but yeah, uh, you gotta go on. Doug Sovereign,
12: KCBS.
3: 15 miles from Coffee Park, in the home of a draftsman and building designer, is a treasure trove of architectural drawings.
0: We did it on a large Mylar and different color for
3: every house. Ron Feige worked for the developer of the 300 or so homes in the Coffee Park subdivision when they were built in the 1980s. Plans like these get shredded after a while. The city doesn't have them on file. Feige got them as a retirement gift. And when he told the Santa Rosa Planning Department he has them, staff there called him an amazing angel. You're an amazing angel. (laughs) Uh, Never been
0: accused of that before. Uh, (laughs) If I can assist these people. and
3: He paused to wipe his tears. It feels like everyone here knows someone who's lost a home, and he's no exception. Feige's already hearing from people who want to rebuild.
0: Yesterday morning, I got my first call from a lady and her grandfather who own houses in Coffee Park. I just confirmed with her this morning that I do have those.
3: And Feige is not the only one to step forward. Drawings for the Windrose subdivision are available too. Feige hopes if enough of the homeowners get together, a developer might take them on as one project, which could be a lot less expensive than rebuilding homes one at a time. In Santa Rosa, Jenna Lane, KCBS.
9: The worst of the fires, the tubs raced from Calistoga all the way to Santa Rosa. We retraced its path with Kerry Glockner, a captain for a North Bay fire agency. In Larkfield, Wikia, up just outside the Santa Rosa city limits, the neighborhood
0: where his teenage son and ex-wife lived is wiped out. There's nothing left here. Just the metal frames that were over the garage area to drive in. You see the driveways of, of, that led up to places where people used to live a few chimneys here and there. It
9: is really extraordinary just to drive along through one neighborhood after another and see the incredible scope of this fire. How many miles of homes and hills and trees and mountainsides were absolutely just obliterated by these flames. And now Captain Glockner, who teaches fire science and is a vegetation
0: management consultant, is sifting through these miles of ashes, conducting a postmortem. This is something wow. to look at here. It's really not that often when you see glass piles like that that are melted together. You can see it's just all melted together there. In
9: some places, like Mark West Springs, Glockner says canyons acted like bellows, funneling fire from
0: east to west. So you had all this wind and flames and heat coming through here. And it just entered into this area, and it just wiped it out. But in others, one person's flammable landscaping set a whole block on fire. When you build homes this close, they're going to go house to house like this.
9: In the upscale Fountain
0: Grove area, Glockner always thought the homes would be easily defended. Who would have ever thought you'd burn down 100 homes right next to and in between a golf course? But
9: houses too close together combined with uncleared front yards took out homes the fire
0: should have skipped. This wasn't, uh, you know, a big sweeping wildfire per se that came through this. This place probably caught fire by the vegetation and the, and the landscaping that was right around the bottom of it. So in teaching this stuff to folks, it's really important that that first five feet be clear. In our second segment, we will visit a neighborhood that did things right for
9: years, which is why almost all the houses there were saved. In Sonoma County, Doug Sovereign, KCBS. When fire came raging over the ridge into the area known as the Ranch just 2 miles from Sonoma Plaza John Glickman and his wife got out in a hurry I saw flames coming above those behind from behind those trees that were higher than those trees. It was almost a week before they could come back to what they assumed would be rubble and ruin. When all hell broke loose, I said, there's, there's no chance our house is here. There really is no, no chance. But it was, largely because Glickman was so afraid this might happen someday, he hired a firefighter to clear defensible space around his house.
6: It was all brushed. Every single thing where you see clear... You couldn't walk through, you couldn't see. I mean, there was must have been like, I mean, it was great for animals. If you look at these plants the wrong way, they're going to burst out in flames. They would, it was really scary. He brought in Captain Kerry Glockner,
9: who teaches fire science and is a vegetation management consultant, to remove brush and trees
0: and protect the property from inevitable wildfire. We looked at it, we planned it, we figured it out, and it did exactly what we thought it was going to happen.
9: So while the Nuns' Fire ravaged the surrounding area, firefighters from Oakland were able to make a stand here and save Glickman's home. Every one of them unsolicitedly told
6: me that what you guys did to this house saved it. All the upkeep that you have done over the past 10, 10 years or whatever it saved the house. 50 of the
9: 54 homes on these hills were saved because firefighters had room to work. Captain Glockner says techniques applied here could keep the next firestorm from causing such widespread destruction, as we'll hear in our next report. In Sonoma, Doug Sovereign, KCBS. There are places that were wiped out by the North Bay fires where Fire Captain Kerry Glockner admits little could have been done ahead of time to save the homes from the flames.
0: This is like trying to stop a tsunami by throwing sandbags at it.
9: The houses were too close together, the wind pushing the fire too fast.
0: The only way to stop that is to have... 50 to 100 feet of setback and then turn the wind off.
9: But Glockner, who teaches fire science and vegetation management, says there are critical lessons for homeowners and builders to learn from the
0: worst wildfires in California history. I hope one of the things that folks can take from this is that firefighters and police can only do so much. It's
9: up to us to take steps before fire breaks out,
0: like spacing homes farther apart, making them less flammable, painting them with fire retardant gel. It's a combination of the building construction, setbacks. You have to balance code with the ability to house people in a populated area. Yes, we are intruding on the wildlands. Installing rooftop sprinklers connected to a generator, which
9: Blockner saw save at least one Sonoma County house.
0: Probably in the next 20 years, you'll see homes that are in this kind of area, you'll see them have to have a sprinkler system on their roof. Or maybe no gutters. It's hard to have all this accumulation of embers in your gutters and then have that little tiny space be vulnerable for hundreds of feet of perimeter around the roof line.
9: Red flag warnings could include utilities turning off the power before winds snap lines and spark fires.
0: Maybe it's time that they start forecasting where these winds are going to hit because we know they're going to hit. And especially areas like this where you have this high life hazard and 10,000 homes sitting there in front of a potential firewall. Maybe it's time that they start looking at shutting them down on their own.
9: Glockner knew there would be a calamitous fire someday along the footprint of the Tubbs fire, just as this week's fires in the Southland were
0: predictable. And he identifies other vulnerable zones in Marin County and around Healdsburg. It breaks my heart to see that. We haven't done enough to educate people, but studying this further and working with each other closer, I think that we can't go wrong there. In Sonoma County, Doug Sovereign, KCBS